What is up, you guys, and welcome to another episode of the Lines and Layers podcast. Happy Valentine's Day. On this episode, we are going to get into some real, real, real stuff, okay? I have my partner with me. Yo. <laughs> so we're going to get in a discussion about our relationship because it is Valentine's Day, technically. Well, it will be broadcasting on Valentine's Day, so we're just going to get into that kind of moment. So... For this episode, I want to actually go over Alicia Keys' song, No One. Are you familiar with that song? Yeah. Uh, You want me to sing it? (laughs) (laughs) And that song, what she's talking about is basically being in a relationship and that no one could get in between their love and their relationship. I can say that we've been in this before. Uh, Yeah, multiple times. And um, I think everyone is in that situation because I think a lot of times what happens is, is... When you're in a relationship and you start changing, you start learning new things, you start grasping on like hobbies and stuff like that. And because those changes start taking place because your views are are opening up to different horizons, mm-hmm. people can kind of start saying, oh, you change and it's because so-and-so. Well, I think everybody uh, has an opinion on a relationship, whether it's a friend, a family member, it can be a mother-in-law, father, it can be a multiple people of things that you did that you don't do anymore so people like you said people are like oh you changed and stuff like that when it's not i'm changing i'm just evolving in my relationship doing the things that make me happy obviously mm-hmm. like one thing that my partner is really into is black exploitation films and into hood movies see i think the deepest i went into a hood movie Honestly, I don't think I ever watched a hood movie till I met him. He was more a Martin person. I was more a Fresh Prince person. Mm. But now that we have been together so long, I'm more of a Martin person. And Fresh Prince is kind of like mm. when I want to do something with the family. But Martin is more like, that's for me. That's Martin. something that's going to make me laugh and really like enjoy myself. Martin, Jamie Foxx, all that stuff. I'll put you on. Boys in the Hood, I actually snuck and watched that one time because I think we had stars at the time, and I snuck and watched it. And I was just like, oh, what is this? You know, um, Baby Boy, I actually seen it, like, at one of my friend's house. I went over to his house to record, who's my producer at the time. And i never seen the full movie, but I was just so intrigued with it. And there's parts in the movie of Baby Boy that I thought were serious moments. But when it comes to my partner, he laughs at it, and then now I laugh at it. So, look at you. <laughs> you know, so those are little things that kind of change. Like, my sense of humor has changed. Things that used to get me, like, upset, now I laugh at. Like, if someone's yelling at me for, like, too long, I try to hold back laughter because he's kind of taught me to be a little bit lighthearted with that and that's not all the times because your girl sometimes my temper is what it is but (laughs) it's just crazy because i can i can take anybody yelling at me and just be like whatever or laugh except for you because i think as, as a relationship you know what it takes though or the person knows what it takes to push your buttons Mm -hmm. and it's just it's just really like different like even like my dad, he really liked um, this group called Taboo Combo. So my dude, he is not Haitian, but I am Haitian. So he kind of knows <laughs> the song, What Time Is It? I Don't Care. And he can actually kind of relate to it, to those songs. And then when it comes to his family being American, um, Earth, Wind & Fire is something that they will listen to. Um, Cameo. 
all all of that. Oh, his dad. Um, what is that song? <laughs> Word up. <laughs> Word up. So at the end of the day, like we have introduced ourselves to different things, different tastes of music, different sounds of music, different type of films, and so on and so forth. Like even like last night we watched this movie called um, Devil in a Blue Blue Dress or Devil in a Blue Dress, yeah. Yeah. So I never seen that movie, but I seen it with him, and I laughed at parts that I usually wouldn't laugh at back in the day. Like there, it's just like I have really evolved a lot, and it's just more of being more lighthearted, and not mean that I don't take things seriously. I do, but when there's times where it's just like a emo- unnecessary emotion is supposed to arise, sometimes it's just like you know what. I'm not even going to give that energy to it. I'm about to laugh about this situation. Mm-hmm. No, that's a fact. I mean, you got to, coming from where I'm from, you got to kind of, we have a um, a tight-knit family, as you would say, mm-hmm. um, with me, my brothers, my mom, my dad. So, you know, we spent a lot of time together. So we would watch Martin as a family. We would do these things as family. So a lot of things that people take serious, we like, we would laugh, you know, because we come, we crack jokes on each other. We do certain things. We always joke on my dad, stuff like that. So, you know, um, I'm glad that I can bring that light hardened, that light heart. I can't even say the word, but, you know, make the you light hardness. Yeah, things. I, mm-hmm. I'm glad I can uh, bring you to that. Yeah. And it's just like even like some, like I said, taste the music. When it comes to temperance and um, just different type of things, like even like food, there's a different thing with food. Like in my culture, I grew up with just Haitian food. That was it. Like I never had a street taco before. The closest thing I had to a taco, which I thought was was the taco, was Taco Bell. And he in- introduced me, which I'm very embarrassed about, to the street taco. And you're from California, so that's that's saying it is <laughs> it is embarrassing. It is embarrassing. You, you can't be from Cali and not have a street taco. Yes, but it's just the cultural difference is just I've learned to taste different food. I don't like trying new food because I hate wasting money if the food is nasty and I'm just like, dang, I wasted two dollars, ten dollars, ten dollars, like. I, I, I'm the type of person. I like I'll be, to hold I'll be on thinking to about my that. Penny. I'll be thinking about that ten dollars for two weeks. Like, man, I spent that ten dollars on that nasty food. Yo, like I was so embarrassed when we went to Mexico, and I thought nachos was a Mexican dish, and I went up to like um, I don't know what to call that, like a like a street vendor. Street vendor yeah. And I was like, can I have some nachos? And he looked at me like, what is that? I was like, you know, you know, you put the cheese and then, you, you know, so got, on top of the chips. You got and taco the- and taco. So <laughs> Basically, like, get yourself away from here before you get cussed out. That's how that man looks at me. So I was like, okay. So I really do not know mm-hmm. a lot of things when it comes down to that. Even when it comes down to, like, soul food. I actually took him to a restaurant where my family did. And <laughs> I'm not going to say where it was at because <laughs> I... I don't want to put that restaurant on. Let's just say that this restaurant <laughs> yes. makes soul food for white people. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> the barbecue sauce is watered down. They didn't cut the, the, the fat off the chicken. The chicken, everything was like huge. It, it was just, it, it, it didn't have no flavor. It just wasn't, it wasn't good. But my family, we thought that this was black soul food. This is what Black African Americans. This is what they. I sound like a white woman. This is what Black African. Until, until she came. Until she came to my. Until she came to my house and my mom gave her some ribs. Yes, and his mom. She was actually from um, from the South. So no, she's from Bmore. She was she, born in the South. Okay. 
But anyways, her food was very, very soulful, made with love. Like, she even had a recipe with fried chicken where she put some cinnamon in it. And I was kind of really, like, sketchy. She's like, just try it. And I was like, mm, I don't know, cinnamon. But it was really, really good. And even her macaroni and cheese recipe, she passed that on to me. And, you know, that's basically the recipe now that I do in the house. And I'm more accustomed to cooking soul food than I am to Haitian food because Haitian food is a lot more strategic, <laughs> I would say. And when it comes to soul food, it's a lot more easier because it's a lot more common. So it's kind of easier to get those recipes for it. I should have really That's watched true. my mother when she was cooking the stuff, but at the time... I was just being naive and thinking I wouldn't need these recipes. Well, you say a lot of things that you got from me. One thing I didn't taste until I met you guys was fried goat. I never had goat until that point. And fried goat is probably one of the best things I ever tasted in my life. Or uh, was it sosua? Did I say it right? <laughs> sosua. <laughs> I probably didn't say it right. But <laughs> For those who are not Haitian, it's basically a bean sauce that you put over your white rice. So they say D, which is rice. Avec Sospa with Sospa, which is basically I, I, I try. She, she only teach me the bad words, y'all. That's what he says, but that is not true. I've taught him other things before. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really, like I said, like even that, like we have cultural differences. Like mm-hmm. when he first met my parents, like my dad tried to grill him in an unconventional way. <laughs> and <laughs> he tried to scare him with these like, Movies that had it was like some low budget, crazy low budget African. I don't know if you ever seen a low budget African movie, <laughs> but yeah, it, it was one of those. But I'm bone crushing, I ain't never scared. Yeah, and when I was meeting his family, I was able to come dressed, however, just casual. When it came for him to meet the Caribbean side, a hey, can, can you put interview. a dress shirt? Can you put a tie? I was on a job interview. Can you put the slacks on? <laughs> the church shoes, you know, church shoes is right. <laughs> I was on a job. I had to get my qualifications, <laughs> my resume. But when you come into a relationship with someone, and you know, automatically when they're meeting your friends, your family, or mm-hmm. whatever, there's always a little bit of a disapproval that comes from sun from some people automatically mm-hmm. and there's some that just automatically make them you're my friend because you're so-and-so's friend or you're my family because you're so-and-so's family which brings us back to our point mm-hmm. so it, it comes with a lot of things and i don't want anyone to think that it's uncommon that you know um this topic of no one can get in the way of how i feel for you because like i said sometimes there are things that take place where Maybe someone is mad at him in his corner, so then I'm getting blamed for whatever actions they think are taking place. Mm-hmm. Or maybe someone's mad at me in my corner and they're blaming it on you know him. So that's just something that comes with relationships, and it's yeah. very, very common. Yeah. You can't think that it's not going to happen to you. It just happens. It's just the way that people are. But you have to see what is strong enough. Now, if there are red flags, if there is something that they are saying that you need to pay attention to. Pay attention to it. But, I was just going to get into that. That's that's good. Yeah, that's good. but sometimes you also have to realize when people are coming from a good place and when it's just like, well, you know, I think you interpreted this wrong. So mm-hmm. I understand where you're coming from. I appreciate your opinion. But it's it's I think it's a miscommunication. Let's hang out more so you can kind of really see who this person is. Mm-hmm. Because some people some people come out of place of jealousy, but you got to know when to differ, uh, when the, when to know the two. 
you know, of somebody coming to jealousy and somebody looking out for you because they really have love for you or they really love you because some relationships are toxic. And the person that's in the toxic relationship, sometimes they notice it. I would say 50% of the time, some people don't, you know. Mm-hmm. So you won't know if something, unless he's like phys- or he or she is physically beating on you and doing these things or and verbally abusing, or verbally you. abusing you. You won't know when it's toxic, but, you know, some people don't know when they're getting cheated on or they don't care when they get cheated on. Just just certain toxic things that can happen in a relationship. So you got to know when to know the two between somebody being jealous or somebody that's uh, trying to look out for you. Mm-hmm. And I, I, like I said to you guys before, and he knows as well, I didn't have the best track record of picking men. So when it came down to him, I kind of put him through the ringer a little bit, would you say? A little bit. <laughs> because How about a I, lot of it? Because <laughs> I was a little bit scared mm-hmm. that he was going to be like everyone else. And even though I didn't intentionally, you know, try to make things difficult, it was just something I was used to doing. So it just was what... It just was what I was used to being able to give out. Yeah. Because I was used to just always being, I had to protect myself. I had to build up a wall because every time I put my wall down, this happens or that and that. And it was crazy because, like I said, what we connected on was on music. Yeah, when he yeah. when he said that he listened to a certain art, I can't say the artist right now, but when he said that he loved a certain artist that I loved, I was just like, ah, uh, because, you know, it was really hard for people to connect. I'm just going to say it. When he said he likes Kanye West, I was like, yes. And this was like back in the day. Like, I'm so telling my age right now, y'all. The late registration has yes. changed my life. So I think <laughs> we met around graduation. Mm-hmm. So that's the album that we bonded on was Graduation. Yes. And when he said that he liked it, because the previous relationship that I was in, their favorite artist was Plies. And I was just like, no offense for like Plies fans, but I was just like, that's your number one? Like, I never heard of that. <laughs> you know, I understand. I, I personally can't connect to that, but I understand everyone has their own top five. Yes, and that's just yeah. that's just what it is. Everyone yeah. always changes it. I mean, Some people's me number one is Jay Z. Some people's number one that's is my Biggie. Number one. Hope is my number one. You know what I'm saying? But when he said that he was connected with, because I was such a big Kanye West fan, like when it came down to high school, like I that's when the, he was doing the preppy thing, and I was wearing like the preppy collared shirts. I was wearing, you know, I, I was I was doing it. I was like, you know, I was getting clown because people were, you know, used to wearing like the. Stupid little SpongeBob shirt. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The SpongeBob baggy mm-hmm. shirts people were wearing back then. And the bandana and the swap meet. Yeah, yeah. and the like, super the, baggy <laughs> pants. Yeah, the big and earrings. And I come, college dropout girl, you know what I'm saying? You know, and, uh, you know, a lot of people where I was coming from at that time didn't understand that. But for him to understand that, that was just, that was really good. And that's how we connected. And also... I'm very bubbly. I like to talk a lot. Um, and I was concerned because when we first met, he put on the persona that he was shy. So then when we first talked on the phone, like he had me like gut laughing, like <laughs> belly jumping up and down. And that was a big thing to me too. So, and also at the time I was like a really big church girl and, you know, church wasn't his thing, but he found a shirt and a tie. <laughs> I didn't have a tie on, did I? 
Yeah, you had you wore. I think you wore a pink shirt with that pink tie. Uh, hmm. You wore a tie though. Oh, okay, I don't remember that. Yeah, but he he um or maybe it wasn't. I think it was that white sweater, and then you put like a short under it. I don't know. I, I don't remember what I, he wore. The, 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 but he had he I had church there. attire, and he went to church even though church wasn't his thing. You know, so. That was a big thing, too, is that he was able to kind of just mesh into my interests. I was willing to try anything, not anything, but, you know, I was willing to make myself comfortable in her world because we were getting to know each other and I felt like she was the one. So, you know, I felt like I was falling in love with this girl. Let me see what she's into. And, you know, I can follow suit and do these things. It's not going to hurt me to try. If it's not for me, then I can be vocal and be like, well, it's not for me. But since, you know, it's religion, you know, you take a stab, you take a stab at it. Mm-hmm. So we, it was kind of like a lot of compromise. We opened a lot of doors to different things. And we've grown a lot with us being together as well. So our relationship is not like nothing you'll see on like a, a sitcom or anything like that yeah like we kind of joke with each other where people wouldn't understand <laughs> it'll be like you said that to her you said that to him and y'all didn't like fight about it like we don't really fight when we fight it's bad but we rarely do it yeah. so a lot of times when it comes to like our friends and stuff when they want to do double dates we're like one of the first couples to call because we're a good time we like to laugh we like to have fun we're into trying about almost everything once, as long as it's nothing that's going to put us legally into no BS. But other than that, like, we're just a fun couple. Yeah, I, so, would, I would say so. Yeah, so that's what I think when it comes to, like, a relationship, making it work, it's just all about compromise. And like I said, people will start falling suit to seeing, you know, how you are together and everything like that. There's been times where he's been places and they're just like, you know, where's she at? Mm-hmm. You know, where, where's she at? Y'all, y'all good? Why is she not here? Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's just like, oh, well, you know, I just thought that I'll just come by myself. Mm-hmm. Or there'll be times where he will have something and he'll bring me around all the time. And they'll be like, oh, you always bring her around. And he's just like, oh, I just I just want her around. <laughs> I, I usually ask. I usually ask. Like, hey, he's cool with bring layers. And they be like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Bring her. And a lot of people will assume, like, oh, you know, she telling him to, you know, she can't keep a leash off him. It's my dog, man. I'm with my best friend, you know. So with me being with my best friend, you know, every day is a good time. Yeah. And we, we just, like, really, like, enjoy ourselves and stuff. And like I said, people come around. But when people can't get their way with us, that's when it comes to, oh, you did you changed because of her. Or you change because of him. And that's when that type of situation takes place. And that's why I said, like, you can't always take seriously what people say because sometimes they use that as a defense mechanism when they don't get their way of you doing certain favors for them or doing stuff that you usually did because now you're more busy. Mm-hmm. Like, and those type of things, that's just a natural thing that takes place. But for, like... Real things, like if they say, like, there's a red flag, you can look at it, see if it's really there. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like, I mean, you always can consider what people have to say. But at the same token, if you know there's nothing wrong, then there's nothing wrong. But don't say that there's nothing wrong just because, you know, 
I'm so I'm so in love, so I'm not going to see any flaws. Like there's flaws in every relationship, but also understand that every relationship is different, and you don't have to follow nobody's blueprint to make it work. Yeah, that that's that's some perfect words to put it in. You follow your own blueprint. No relationship is the same. No relationship will ever be the same because at the end of the day, you have two different personalities. So what people say, if people can. If people can turn your judgment towards your partner away, then maybe you need to reevaluate your relationship with that person. Yeah, and also like we both came from two different parents. Like I said, I have a very traditional family, traditional Caribbean family that's like super Bible thumping. And his family was more, you know, they were more laid back, but they were actually more close because there wasn't so many restrictions on things. It was just more like we love each other and we go with the flow of love. And for us, it's more like we have to make sure we look good. We have to make sure we say the right things. We have to make sure we do the right things because, you know, so-and-so might be looking and da 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 So those were the two relationships that we kind of looked at. So there's some similarities with both of our families that we kind of put into our relationship. Mm-hmm. But And don't, don't get me wrong. In the beginning, uh, you know, we clash with those things. So everything's not, you know hunky-dory, everything's not perfect. So we clashed with the things of her coming from a family that cares what people think, so she cares what people think, and me coming from a family that doesn't care, so I'm like, I don't care. But she's like, you need to care. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I don't care. So, you know, it's those those things were, were uh, you know, um, stepping stones. I won't say roadblocks because we got through them, but, you know, those are things that we had to get through. Mm-hmm. And I've learned to not really care about anything. But maybe I got to the point of not caring at all too much. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe I I overlearned that lesson. I don't know, man. I don't know if it's somebody who don't care as much as me. (laughs) Well, actually, he cares a lot less. Because me, like, I won't care. But then I'll also be like, well, you know, maybe they just didn't understand. And maybe I just need to. And I'm just like, like, no, just let it be. Whatever it is, move on. It is what it is. I ain't worried about it. Why you worried about it? (laughs) Life's too short to worry about things. You know, you can't please everybody. And even when it comes to your partner, you can't please your partner all the time. Like, there's some times where I get on his nerves and sometimes that he gets on my nerves. And there's some times when he has a TV show that he wants to watch and I'm just like, I don't want to watch it. He's like, well, I'll go watch it in my office then because I'm going to watch this. Mm -hmm. He's really into watching. All five seasons of it. (laughs) What are you talking about, Good Times? No. Not Good Times. Yeah, I watch Good Times too, but Cobra (laughs) Kai. Yeah, I, 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 maybe I'll give it a chance one day. Um, please don't come for me, but I will attempt to watch it because no, no, it has. No, Cobra Kai community, <laughs> come for her. I'll be on your side. I would trade on her for this. So come at her, hundred percent. Please don't come after me. I will give it a chance, and I'll give you my true opinion. She ain't gonna um, like it because on the, the, uh, next I'm gonna season. tell you something about her. She comes into things already biased. So when she watches things or she listens to things or she does things, she already has a set in her mind that she's not going to like it. Even if she does like it, she'll never let you know. No, there's a TV show that she put me on that I wasn't messing with and it was good. You know the name of it? Um, what was that? Hmm. Yeah, you put me on something and I was just like, okay. Well, Snowfall. Oh, yeah, Snowfall. I got but, really hooked on but Snowfall. But she got, she got me on, on two two good shows. Um, I'm not, we, yeah, we ain't going to say the name of it because <laughs> I don't want Okay, hush, hush. Okay, that's enough. That's enough. But Show, we, it's on Showtime. Oh, the shy. 
Oh yeah, the shy. Um, that took a little bit for me to get into too, and that's actually one of my favorite shows. Because she's like, the, she like me. She like to get straight to. I like the drama. He loves drama. He actually, you know, the crazy thing. We will watch a movie that he actually anticipates to watch. If there's a talking moment that's a little bit too long, he sleep. As soon as the action comes on, he's up and alert. He's like, oh, oh man, you know, watching everything. As soon as they start talking again, he bored. He needs to see drama twenty four seven. Yeah, if he don't see, credits. <laughs> he don't see drama. Hey, hey, soon, 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 <laughs> you say the name. <laughs> I need fighting. Though. If he don't, if he does not see drama, he will not stay awake. He That's is over I there like, snoring. So I like exploitation films. Every drama, every every with it. All, 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 all. So one then you probably you probably would like karate films. Then I the love old karate. School karate. I love Bruce Lee. Oh, man. I love karate. <laughs> Cobra Kai. Yeah, I you know, my uncle, he actually, shout out to Uncle Wiene. Um, I know y'all can't say it, but Uncle Wiene, he's my uncle from my mom's side. And he loved him some Bruce Lee. So every time he would come over, that's what we would watch. So I think that's why I'm kind of like karate'd out because that was what we had to watch so much as kids, especially when Uncle Wiene would come over. I, I can, Since she want to out me on the BT Plus... I can make her lose her black card right now, but I ain't going to do that. What? You don't like The Last Dragon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. Let me wa- try to watch it again. The Last Dragon is a great Because movie. another thing that will take my black card revoked is I didn't like House Party at first. Mm. But after watching it, I think two more times, I was like, this is actually a classic film. Class act? You gotta watch it again. <laughs> I don't like school days. I don't. I, don't. I mean, I don't like school days either. So school just, days. I don't, I don't, I'm not a school day. I think that's a little beyond our era. Even yeah. though House Party, when House Party came out, I was one. You was one because mm-hmm. it came out in '89. So, dang, just telling the age. I wasn't trying to tell the age, but all right, y'all. <laughs> Hey, my bad. You can edit that out. <laughs> but, it's cool, though. You know, School Days is, is beyond. That's, that's kind of, like, a little older than us. But, um, like, Do the Right Thing is okay. But, you know, my favorite movie is Men's to Society. My favorite movie that he's going to laugh at is Baby Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Seen him in the placenta. You know, trying to become a man. You see a kid like Henry? <laughs> <laughs> you like the thugs, mama. Take it, take it. <laughs> Guns and butter. <laughs> you kill like Henry? <laughs> mama got to have a life, too. <laughs> and I never laughed at that movie. But see, these moments that... And another thing that he taught me to do is to learn little you know scenes that comes out of these movies and just say it every time we like we watch the movie i never really pay attention to lines even to remember it but he'll bring up stuff that is just like funny in the movie and i'm just like oh my gosh like what's wrong with you (laughs) i think you look at me sometimes for the laughing parts (laughs) you do uh... (laughs) yeah Like this, like I said, my sense of humor has totally changed being with him. Like even the scene when Melvin drinks all the Kool Aid and <laughs> Daddy's Oh, you was mad. You was mad like. You was, was mad. What, what's Tyree's character in the movie? You was mad like Jody. 
But it's just like stuff like that. Like we really like this have is, a good time and we every, have fun. This is everyday things in our house. We debate on movies. We debate on music. We we you know we debate on things and it's out of light. Like we was talking about was the funniest uh, was Harlem Nights funnier than Coming to America? Yeah, and he said that Harlem Nights was funnier. Way funnier. And I said Coming to America. I actually need to watch Harlem Nights again to get it for sure. Because Coming to America, I think it's just because it was such a classic movie in my home growing up. And that's why I'm biased about it. Mm-hmm. So, well, we, we shall see. We shall see how everything goes along. Like, I don't know. There's just so much stuff that we do. Like, me, I'm really into decor. I'm really into ambiances and stuff like that. Him, he's just like kind of like, well... I, I'm like when it came to his studio, he's like, well, it's, it's more about with the sound, you know, where the speakers is going, you know, because I don't want it bouncing off the walls. And then I'm like, well, it look cuter over here. <laughs> and he's just like, you care how your music come out or you care how it look? <laughs> so it's just like so many different things that comes to it. Like we're just we're just so we're different, but we're the same. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just it's just really wild. And it's funny because we recently got with um this couple that we are just like really loving right now we did our first double date together and they invited us out and it's just funny because his best friend is aquarius and his partner she's a sagittarius and it's the same thing he's an aquarius i'm a sagittarius and it's just really funny how we have the same exact people on the opposite side. Same exact quality, and same exact. We yeah. share stories. It's the same stuff. The arguments are the same. The um, the commonalities are the same. Like it's just it's just really crazy to see our our doppelgangers and personality wise like stand you know with us. And it's just gonna be really really fun to like really double date with them because we have double dated before with couples that kind of like. I don't really know how to say it. Kind of like they uh they kind of bump heads a lot. So then it kind of makes the date kind of like, eh. So mm-hmm. it was really fun to actually be on a date with another couple that we vibed. We all had fun. The conversation wasn't there. It wasn't like, I don't know what to talk about with you. I don't know if you're getting offended by, you know, my personality or anything. Just to be able to find, like, a couple similar. And it's the same thing, like... A lot of times we have, like, shared stories about, you know, people will never approve of you guys becoming together because at the end of the day, people don't like to see change. And they feel like when you invite someone else, it's going to change you to the point that they are missing out on some of you when they had a whole part of you. Mm -hmm. So I get that. And, you know, we try to always, you know, interact ourselves that we, you know, give time to everybody. But some people... You, they want more time than you can give. So it's just like, you just have to be like, well, I can't please everybody, and that's okay. That's okay. It's okay. Not and pleasing you just everybody is okay in life. You know, you can't please everybody. So when it comes down to what you can give, people will appreciate it. And what you can't give, you know, people will understand or they won't understand. But you can't let anyone get in between you and your relationship when it comes down to something that is real. And you know when it's real, you know. We have tested... The times we have been through so much stuff and, you know, technically we're still considered young to some and to some we might not be, but we have dealt with a lot in our age that people have not experienced who are a lot older than us. So 
we are able to just really just fight through a lot of different things. I, I don't I don't know. And I just feel like when you have so many obstacles set before you and you're able to just keep running and um, running them like what they call them on the races, hurdles mm-hmm. and jumping over them like they're just, you know, hurdles in a race. Then you just you have the person with you because you don't stop. You just keep running. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what the best situation is for us is because. We have not given up on each other. We have not given up on our relationship. And we have not let nothing or no one come in between us. It's good to have somebody to lean on to let you know that you're not alone in the fight of life. Mm-hmm. And you know when things are toxic. And I'm not talking about like regular arguments that come with any couple. But you know when it's a daily thing that it's just kind of like, okay, you know, when you, okay, maybe my family member was right. Maybe my friend was right. Maybe they was just looking out for me and before I just, something got really traumatic and yeah. serious. And and there was something done that there was no coming back from. Mm-hmm. But you, you know the difference. And you know when you have to just kind of like snap your fingers and like, hey, let me get out of this lovey-dovey phase real quick and just really analyze the situation mm-hmm. and see what's going on. That's true. Um, nah, it's just... Uh, be cautious of who you with, I guess. Nah. <laughs> nah, um, you know, as back. Well, let's, going let's back, say like this. On the thin line of love. Uh, the thin, what, wait, thin line song? between love and hate. Lynn uh, what? Lynn Lou. <laughs> a thin line between love and hate. What was her name? The crazy Brandy. one. So if Martin listened and didn't interact with Brandy, he wouldn't have to do with potentially dying. <laughs> think about that <laughs> but he wouldn't have to deal with that situation if he listened and you know what i'm saying that's true that's instances like that he mm-hmm. knew what he was getting himself into he knew he should have stopped but he got so greedy because she was just flourishing him with so many different things that's true well well i'll say i'll say this to i'll say this to conclude um if the person is changing you for the better and people around you don't like this change because it's making you happier, making you feel better, then it might be time to evaluate that relationship with that friend or that family member. If this person is better in you for the good and, you know, you can potentially grow with this person. That can also be a, a thing too, you know, evaluating mm-hmm. relationships with other with, with family members and, and other people. So if this person makes you feel good, you guys take the right steps to do what you have to do. And, you know, you guys are, are loving each other in love. And, you know, every day is like you're with your best friend. Like, as in my situation, don't, it doesn't matter what anybody say. No one can, you know, take away what they feel for you. So don't let nobody take away what they feel for you. Exactly. You can't get yourself bubbled up in people's words, but you do really need to analyze if this is a, a safe space for you to be or if it's a place that you need to exit. But at the end Facts. of the day, like when people see you change, they it's change is scary. Change is scary to everybody because it's not your routine. It's not something regular. So when changes take place, you start blaming that change for any of the changes that come with that change. So at the end of the day, it's just like you can't hope that. But people will start understanding and they'll flow with you. And basically, that's us deep diving into Alicia Keys. No one. So you do you have listened to the song before? Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. <clears throat> okay, I'm kind of sick right now. I'm sorry, y'all. <clears throat> Excuse me. Excuse me. Go we, ahead. We're so not, we're not, no, we're not going to tip that again. You're not going to tip that again. It didn't come up a throat right, so we, we good. 
But anyways, um, thank you guys so much for checking out this episode. Um, for those who are new to me, um, look me up on YouTube. My name is Lairs. It's spelled L with the at sign Y-E-R-Z. L with the at sign Y-E-R-Z. On my YouTube channel, you can see some of my older episodes. We're no longer doing video episodes at the moment. But we will still have our episodes every Tuesday, okay? So I'm also featuring my partner. Um, Instagram, Valencia underscore Stacks. YouTube, Valencia Stacks, where you can check out all my music and uh, producer content also on my Instagram. Um, and yeah, and Twitter, also Valencia underscore Stacks. Yes, and um, also Beat Stars, you would say as well. Be stars, Valencia Stacks. So everything across the board, Valencia Stacks. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, I appreciate you guys so much for listening, for, you know, following this journey of this podcast. And if you want, send me a request in if you want to have more episodes with Valencia Stacks, all right? Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> but other than that, I will see you guys next Tuesday. And bye. Peace.